We're letting it bother us, aren't we? Uh, we sure are. Yeah, I hate this live. I gotta admit it. I hate this live, man. It's, uh, it's now Cameron Smith and Tommy Fleetwood are reported to be abdicating to the live golf yeah, tour. The New York Post and uh, Sky News. Sky News had a pretty good source. I was telling you that a lot of these Euros and Australians and these international guys have the same agents or so, and they might be trying to put the pressure on to the, to, to be treated. Uh, the whole Scottish Open thing, I think, kind of uh, really uh, got the live boys all uh, fired up. And if you're an agent and you deliver a guy for $100 million, mm-hmm. you get a cut, baby. Mm-hmm. They're probably all in favor of that. It's all about the money. So I don't know, but that would break my heart because I love watching that kid roll it, man. He is one of the great putters I've seen. Nine fewer putts yesterday than McIlroy. Well, Nine Rory, fewer. Rory took 36 putts to play. He, he two-putted at 18 straight times. That ain't going to win the, any tournament, right? right? Certainly not that, not the way that guy putts, but uh, he's a he's he's a he might be. Spieth was a great Spieth was the best player in the world for what four years because he was a great putter. Mm-hmm. But uh, this this is better. I think this is amazing. Did you hear uh, Smith's uh, post game remarks? No, he's Dustin Johnson esque. Oh, really? And I don't not, know if there's a lot going on. Not there. not much going up there. Yeah, well, with that yeah, that hairdo tells you all you got to know, right? <laughs> I mean, he can't get a hairdo, you know, get a haircut for God's <laughs> sakes. The mullet. You know what it reminded me of, though? It reminded me of the dude and Walter watching <laughs> Jesus, watching Jesus roll. Yeah, and when he said. That creep can really roll, man. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but he's and, a pervert, yeah, dude. Well, it, I said that mullet can really roll, man. Yeah, can yeah. he? And I don't think he's a pervert, but I would be. Uh, <laughs> I would be very, uh, very upset. I, I would, I would go from rooting for him to rooting against him in a hurry if he goes and plays this stupid live thing. So. I'm not a you know the PGA. I don't see as sacred or anything, but. Uh, it's stupid. Fifty-four holes with the same forty-eight player field. It, it doesn't make any sense. And I looked, I looked at who the forty-eight are. There's about fifteen recognizable names. Now there'll be seventeen or eighteen. I suppose the the payoff for Cameron Smith, though, instead of getting fifty million to go, he's probably getting one hundred and fifty because he maybe run after yesterday. Show. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And Fleetwood, yeah, I don't know how much he's getting, but uh, I don't see him winning a major. Do you? Not, not really, but uh, they like bad haircuts, I guess. He's he had a, a great tournament. He t- finished, Fleetwood finished tied for fourth. Mm-hmm. Rory, you know who said this to me about seven years ago? Korzenowski. Korzenowski said, Rory will never win a Masters because he can't putt. Mm-hmm. And he, has, he had four majors nine years ago, mm-hmm. and he still has four. Mm-hmm. And uh, St. Andrews... You're not going to win there unless you can putt, and you're not going to win the Masters unless you can putt. And uh, you know, he, you can, you know, he can win a U.S. Open, and he can win a PGA when the courses are sh- set up real tough, and there aren't a lot of bogey uh, birdies. But um, he, he he doesn't make enough putts to win at twenty under. That's for sure. So I know I said this before, but. No one loves the history of golf more than I do. No one loves the traditions more than I do. And the whole setting at St. Andrews is wonderful. 
But it's a dog park. Yes, it is. The dog park. They do. They go walk dogs there. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, my kid was there. He told yeah. me after school, the kids just walk across the course <laughs> to go home. Yeah, right. They it's do. a dog park. Yeah, the dogs are down on the beach, and once in a while, they throw something up, and they'll run across the court. But here's the other deal. Here's what drives me crazy. The ball runs like a scared gopher. Oh, right? man. But... You can hit the perfect drive, and if it decides to take a bad bounce, it'll go another 100 yards. And the wrong all way. Of, all of a sudden, it'll land in a pot. Right. You know, some, and they're bunkers. They were too lazy to build bunkers. They just got holes. You know, it's just <laughs> like, there's just a, this. It's like a bombed-out crater. Yeah, right. It looks like they've had bombing practice. Maybe they did have bombing Maybe. practice there for World War II or yeah. something. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, the, that's what drives me crazy is. If your ball decides it wants to go in one of those pots, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. You know, I guess they hid it away from them, but. Uh, I watched I it. Never, I couldn't tear I myself never, away. I never thought Rory was going to win because he wasn't making any putts. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I, I said this earlier. The Tom Lehman hit the ball closer to the hole than anybody in the world for about four years. It was unbelievable. Four or five. He was in the last group at the U.S. Open four straight years. Yep. But the official battle cry of the Tom Lehman gallery was, ooh, yeah. you know, yeah. the putt that didn't go in. And that yeah. was Rory yesterday. The, oh, that well, yeah, they're all going to be close. Yeah. But you got to put them in. they got to go in. Right. If they don't go in, I, I always tell the story about Tom at Congressional. Uh, he has the amazing round, and the, there was a rain delay. And he has the amazing round, I think, on, was it Saturday morning? Sunday morning, maybe. And he, he's in the lead, and uh, he hits, and, that, and they turn number 10 into a par 4, even though it was a par 5. And he hits this iron approach shot, 4 iron or something, like a rifle, 7 feet under the hole. Greatest shot you ever saw, misses the putt. Yep. You're under the hole, you got to make a 7-footer when you're trying to win the U.S. Open. And that was the same thing with uh, Rory. He's uh, he had. How about when he had his big, his last big chance on sixteen, right? When he hits it up there, makes a great shot. He's off to the right. He remember was it sixteen mm-hmm. or, or maybe it was seventeen? But his last chance didn't come close. Right, didn't come close to making it. He missed it by four or five inches. So. Yeah. Know. All right. Whatever. But it was. Uh, what about the three M field? Is it any good? Nah, they're hurting, man. Yeah. They're hurting. There's a, there's twenty guys playing in the live that would be playing here. You know, yep. Patrick Reed would probably be playing here instead of he went for the money. Yep. This Cameron Smith would be the first one of these guys that would really shock me. Yeah, because he's uh, so young. Yeah, and... young, and you know, he just wanted two and a half. He just won two and a half. Right. Now, uh, you know, that's that's not too bad. Me- that would. I, I mean, I agree with Tiger. What you're gonna play every there's there's 20 tournaments that we like to watch every year and this ain't going to be one of them no the lib is no. not going to be one of them i don't, don't have you, it on my don't, radar don't you want they don't even have a tv deal no they got a streaming with thing, 900 right? different cable you know television sports program networks how did they not find one i don't know is it because they're I, all they all have a deal with the pga is that no, probably why no i don't know what it is i wonder do they want you do you have Maybe they're trying to make money streaming, although they don't care about money. So. How about Victory Sports? 
We should put it on victory sports. I wish that uh, when uh, Biden talked to the Saudi prince, mm-hmm. <clears throat> instead of talking about giving us more oil, he would have talked about getting rid of this lib thing. Yeah. That's what I wish. That'd be, that's more important to hey, me. Hey, shake. That's, that's more Before we get to that whole uh, oil discussion. Well, that's, 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 yeah, yeah, get, 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 stop pouring that money down the toilet, for God's sakes. And, uh, you know, then... Then and, and you know if you want to give us a little more oil, that'd be okay. Does the uh, the early start time for the British Open does that help TV ratings in any way? I don't know if it helps. I think that. Uh, or it, does it not matter because it's a major? Probably. I mean, it can't help. It can't help. It's only a six-hour time difference. Here's our other problem. Even as a golf fan, it's always me saying, "Oh, crap! The British Open's on at right. eleven in the morning." Right. Instead of it's been on all right. night, you know. Because I always like the West Coast tournaments when they're on until oh, I love that seven eight o'clock at oh, night. Yeah. I think well, yeah, you can play it. Yeah, uh, they don't have to tee off early there. No, they right. Can you can play, play it till ten. They they just be finishing for. They're way you. north. Oh, they're up yes. there. They're up oh, there. They are. They are. Scotland. You can get way up there. there. <laughs> it's up there. <laughs> did you know what I did the other night? Jim and I did the other night just for geese. He's at our place for a while, and. We went back and watched the uh, Robin Williams video of Robin Williams oh talking about God. golf and, in the, and doing the great Scottish right. accent of how he is right. There's, I have a better chance figuring out what a Spanish speaker is trying to say than a Scotsman. Right. You know, if you don't have the if you don't have the CC caption on a movie that's made in Scotland, you don't have any idea. I mean, Pitt did a great impersonation of a Scotsman in Snatch, the movie mm-hmm, Snatch. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see that? No, oh, I it's, didn't. It's hilarious. Realize but, how drunk they get. They could wear a skirt and not care. <laughs> and how they could invent a sport like golf. Yes. Here's my idea for a sport. I knock a ball in a gopher hole. Oh, you mean like pool? Not with a straight stick, with a little stick. I whack a ball that goes in a gopher hole. Oh, you mean like croquet? Croquet! I put the hole hundreds of yards away! Oh, it's great fun there! Oh, yeah, that's a great thing! Oh, like a bowling thing! Oh! Not straight, I put you away! Like trees and bushes and high glass so you can lose and ball and go whacking away with higher iron. Whacking away and each time you miss you feel like you're gonna have a stroke. But we'll call it a stroke because every time you miss you feel like you're gonna die. Oh, great. Oh, and here's a bit of fact. Oh, this is brilliant. Right near the end, I'll put a flat piece with a little flag to give you hope. <laughs> but then I'll put a pool and a sandbox to put your ball again. Ah, you'll be there trashing your ass, jerking away in the sand. <laughs> and you do this one time. No! 18 times! <laughs> And we How can't did play. You get all the, oh my! It How took did you a get lot of surgery. I mean, he swears. It's he and it's so much better when it has the profanity yes, in it. Right. Years ago, we played audio. Because Scotsmen are the greatest oh, swearers yes. of all time. Well, years ago, we played audio of an Irish kid going to school in the winter. It was a real news oh, yes. audio. Yes. 
Is there any chance we still have that? I, I wonder. don't know. I'd I don't know what it would be. Is this called. one? There's but you couldn't, couldn't understand, understand him, him either. either. No. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because it was the one where the dad below. says, mm-hmm. "Are no, you just winding a kid. him up?" Oh, it was just a kid. Yeah, right. at a bus stop or something, mm-hmm. and it was hilarious. We didn't understand one word the kid was saying. <laughs> Talking you about know, how cold it was. You know, this guy was. Uh, he was the second coming of Jonathan Winters. And oh, they yeah. were apparently like this, too. Yeah. I mean, Jonathan Winters was his hero. But uh, And they were both nuts. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I mean, certifiable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Jonathan Winters had several nervous breakdowns. Right. And But was, but seemed like a lovable guy. Oh, yeah. I think Robin Williams would drive you out of the room, yeah. probably. But uh, you, you can go to old Johnny Carson YouTube. And see when Robin and Jonathan are on the same oh, yeah. on the same night. Johnny has no chance. Oh right? God, it's just hilarious. <laughs> so you reminded me. I found this video. This was last week, and it's just labeled. It's a it, it's a man on the street deal. Yeah, over there across the pond. Yeah, and it's this is the greatest thirty se- second story of all time. I was in a town before called um, Langan Village. It was called. And basically, there was a young lad, and he looked awful similar to me. I thought I was fighting in the mirror. Right, come outside the nightclub. I was like, Do I know you from somewhere? And he goes, do I know you? Do you know? And he had, he had a Celtic jersey on, but he had, he had the green and the yellow one, right? And I was, I was about to throw a punch. And then he, he, he looked at me in the eyes and I go, do I? He goes, am I your father? I said to him, and he goes to me, am I your son? And we just hugged it out. Turns out that no relation at all. And I just headbutted him and he got taken away. <laughs> Because he was a different team. Right. It was a different team. team. (laughs) That's the other thing. The soccer is, uh, you know. Do I know you from somewhere? (laughs) (laughs) Turns out there was no relation at all. So Uh, the boys get 70 games left. Yeah, I'm not optimistic. No, I'm not either. 68 left. 68. Well, Uh, they're they're 50 and 44. That's uh, that's 94. That's 68. They play 100. They only play 162, Joe. They play 162. I, I got. I, I did the subtraction. I subtracted 94. <laughs> That's why for, Pat's the math guy. Yeah. Oh, four from 12 was eight, mm, not zero. Yeah, no. 68. 68. 68. Hey, but we held them to 29 runs in the three losses to the Whiteys. Okay, I went they off. They look this good. One. They I look good. Whitey, the Whiteys. They're finally waking up. They're, yeah. You know what? Everybody in America said the White Sox are going to win the American League Central, and they played like jerks for three months. Everybody was right. They're yeah. going to win the. They're going to win the division, no doubt about it. And this team, Joe, yeah, I kind of like the team. Their catching's down now with Sanchez being the only guy left. They got first baseman. They're fine. They got Polanco's great. Correa's great. They're okay at third. Buxton, you know, starting all star, even if he's only hitting two fifteen. Right. And uh, the uh, Kepler's not as he's having a better year. And uh, you know, got, their lineup's good enough. But their pitching sucks. It's a very benign is, group, isn't no, it? No, the pitching's terrible. Yeah. The pitching this is not a pitching staff that has a chance to survive. It is not a pitch there's a crusty old manager out here in Maplewood, Minnesota. Right. Who will tell you when you go through it all, the only thing that really counts is pitching. And they ain't got it. Nope. They don't have it. Nope. And the other thing I was talking about this a little earlier today, we talked about it last week. You can't make your pitching decisions at one o'clock in the afternoon mm-hmm. as to who's going to pitch. You got to wait and see how the guy's pitching. It's you know. I went nuts the other day when Joe Ryan was having a decent game. He hasn't mm-hmm. been great lately, but he was having a decent game, and they hooked him. 
Mm-hmm. Four and a third. He was, and nobody was on base, and they pulled him. I don't uh, like. Why the way are the they doing going. things I like that? I just don't like the way the game's going. I think we're doing it. I think we're doing. It. Tampa does that too, but I think we're doing it more than the Twins are doing it more than anybody. This this pre-planned hook them. Don't let them face the. Don't let them face the hitters for the third time. And somebody's gone completely amok in the pitching brain surgery. Will there ever be another 20-game winner? Uh, yeah, there will be. How? But You're not allowed to stay in long enough. Not here, but uh, someplace. I don't know who's leading the league. I was just going to look that Somebody's up. Somebody's got to have 11 or 12, maybe. But there won't be many. There'll never be another 300-game winner from no. this collection. No. There probably might not be another 250 or 220. This is ridiculous. Yes, it is. And I don't like the wardrobe guy either. That drives me crazy. What? What? Well, the guy gets to first and he needs a wardrobe guy to hand him all his crap. <laughs> Elbow pads and knee yes, pads right. and ankle pads. And I remember when Kelly was raising hell about, the, he called it the armor. Yeah. Because you know, people could lean over and get hit and stuff like that. And there was some movement about they were going to take that away. Now they got more of that stuff on than they've ever had. I'm surprised they don't bring a rack out there to hang the stuff on. <laughs> I don't That's like it. True. Uh, if the guy gets to second, it's even more of a pain in the ass because you got to go out there and get handed the yeah, wardrobe. If he hits a double, yeah. yeah. If he hits a double, yeah. Uh, Julio Urias for the Dodgers did win 20 games last year. Was he the only one? He was one? the only one because Adam Wainwright you're, was second in the National League. You're never going to see a 20 game winner anymore. Who's, the, uh, who's leading the majors right now? Uh, right now, I don't have that in front of me, but last year in the American League, it was Garrett Cole with 16, and there were three 16 guys. 16 led? Yes, and there were three guys with 14 for well, second somebody place. Somebody from the Yankees has got to win 20 because the team's going to win 120. Verlander won 21 for the Strohs in 2019. Obviously, 2020 was a short yeah, season. But, you know, even in three years, things have changed dramatically. Uh, so. We had four in 2018 and 2019 combined. Verlander and Snell each won 21. But this Cole year, why don't you look 20. up this year? Uh, my, my hope is that... Uh, uh, you know that they fall on their face because they're such dummies with their pitching. I've I've had it. I've, yeah, you know this is this is ridiculous. This is not acceptable. And I here's I am fully in favor of not bringing in any reinforcements because mm-hmm. what do you think you're going to accomplish by adding one pitcher? To this, to this. Mess. you're not. You're not it's nothing. It's uh, not Verlander good. currently leads with 12 wins. Uh, behind him, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Patrick, but is it Gonsolin for the Dodgers? Gons- yeah, he's going nuts. He's he, he has 11 wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, right for the Braves has 11 wins, and then there's a bunch of guys with 10. Because mm-hmm. well, you know Verlander has a chance. Verlander yeah, might get the 20. Yeah, they're, yeah, and they're he, good. He doesn't leave. He pitches seven and a third, seven and two thirds. By the way. You know who's pitching good for the Saints? Who? Patricia. Yeah, we're we're aware. Yeah, I mean, he's, we were holding out hope, Pat. We were well, holding out hope. But <laughs> he's pitching good for a team that stinks pitching wise. Their pitching is terrible. Who the Saints? Yeah, and Patricia comes in, pitches the eighth, and gets them out all the time. But uh, and do they pretty much have the same philosophy at AAA as they do with the big league club? Well, no, because. They give up eight in the first three innings, so that kind of... Gotcha. Uh, Belazovic was their hot prospect three years ago. He's terrible. I don't know what's wrong with him. It, uh, 
So they have to make a decision their, on their pitching is their pitching is not only bad in the major leagues, they're they're top two levels. They got one pitcher that the a young pitcher that you might like and he's not that young, Winder, who they sent down again, but he's he's twenty five or six. Wasn't that what we were supposed to expect here in year what is this, year yeah. six with Felvey uh, and Levine? Season six, yeah. I mean, you can kind of write off. You can give them one extra year because the minor leaguers didn't play in 2000. True. But, uh, so that was their year zero, the yes, P.J. Fleck year zero. zero. Okay. Yes. What yes. do you foresee in the final 68 games? A decline? Ah, uh, yes. I see. Now, the greatest decline ever was 2011 when Mackey published the it's, it's happening. Surgery, sur, sur, t-shirts, and they went nineteen and fifty. I don't. Uh, that was how they finished that season, nineteen and fifty. I don't see nineteen and fifty, but uh, how far are they over? Seven. I think. Yeah, I can pull up the standings seven, here. No. Well, it's it's an even numbered, so I guess it can't be seven. It have to be six or eight. Are they six games over five hundred? Right. They're well, not going to be five hundred. I think they're. You don't be. think they're going to finish five hundred? I do not think they're going to finish five hundred. Mm. My seventy nine and eighty three is my prediction. Wow! I don't like them. That's a hot sports take. I don't like them. I don't like the team. I'm a. They are fifty and forty four, sir. Yep. Okay. So to to get twenty nine and thirty nine, twenty nine and thirty five, right? No. Twenty nine and. I'm not doing the math. Do the math. I'm not doing it. Okay. Win twenty nine more out of sixty. Eight. 29 and 39. Hey, they can do that. They and don't do look it. now, but my Mariners have been inspired. 14 in a row. The Did Reavers road trip. That was their first. Did they win again yesterday? Yeah. 14 in a row. Yes. Wow. Their first win was when we were in the stands at T-Mobile Park. You led them off on this. I did. I said, boys, the Reavers made the road trip out here. We need you to win one tonight. I would imagine there's a lot of sport writers out there eating their words and all that. What was all this optimism about? By the way, Rodriguez, real deal, man. Oh, he's oh, good. He's good, the rookie. In fact, I remember listening to a Seattle sports radio show in which they said, to hell with the Mariners, we got to worry about how many games the Seahawks are going to oh, lose this year. Oh, that's right. They are. They are. <laughs> Did you see the Seahawks stadium when you were there? They're right next to each other. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's big, open, rough. It's it's okay. It's yeah. nothing special. Yeah. They'll be wanting to have a new one here. Oh, yeah. 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 What uh, does uh, – when do we? When does anybody have any idea when the we the uh, Minnesota Vikings start training camp? I believe it's a week from Thursday, if I'm a not week mistaken. From Thursday. I might have my dates okay. wrong, but I do so know that one would team. Be damn near August, then, huh? Yeah, that's pretty good. You know that the one the only good thing they got out of the last negotiations was they can't have them in training camp and and OTAs and all that stuff. As long they have to give them an off season. What's which... OTA stand for? Let me see if I can get it. Here we go. Off season training activity. Nope. Uh, training oh. activity. Yep. Yes, yep. it is optional. No, nope. there see. is an optional, but that's not what this one stands for. Organized team activity. There it is. Organized Instead of activity. unorganized right. team activity. Right. 
And you know what they do? They never used to do that. You know what else they do? They make intentional decisions. God, I no. love that. I love that that's sets you up. I, I keep wondering decision. what other kind is there. I, I do, too. I keep is wondering Is there a, an accidental decision? Well, I've had what? some of those in college, you know, yeah. accidental decisions <laughs> well, that were made. Let's face it. The last great man in American football was Harry Peter Grant. Because he hated training camp just as much as everybody else yep. did. Always the last guy. Yep. Lynn had to get down on his knees and beg him to let him have a three-day mini he camp. He stand it. The mini camp. And the mini camp, they'd report on Thursday afternoon and he'd cancel the afternoon practice. They yeah. were done on noon on Saturday. <laughs> that was the, Everybody else was having the mini camps and trying to get him longer. And Bud... I would, I would have loved to. Bud probably got another clause in his contract for more dough yep. to agree to have a mini camp. He's, you know, he had that cabin in Gordon. He didn't want to, you know. No, he fish. wanted a fish. Yeah, what the hell, <laughs> you know? I love what I love most is the Saturday. They were Saturday, last day of practice in the fall. You know, late fall. Bud spent his whole time looking up to see if the ducks were flying down towards the river. Yep. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and always home for dinner. Yep. You, you know, I mean, it was only 10 minutes away, but... Uh, well, he wasn't going to sleep in the office. No, he was not. That wasn't not, his deal. Not going to sleep in the office because, you know, he, he... You know what he wouldn't have done? He wouldn't have hooked a pitcher based on some plan... That was that done was four done hours at earlier. 30. Yeah. He would have waited to see how the old guy was chucking, right? Yep. He's uh now you uh, you were the beat guy one year. Yep. How'd he treat you? He saved your life in Green Bay, but outside of that, how'd he treat you? Uh was he very puzzled by you? You know, kind of a quasi mock like relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Like kind why of, what is this? He had, he had Sid and Ralphie yeah. as cheerleaders right. and Clovey when he would show up. And then and he stuff. had me and, and he had didn't you. know what to do. He didn't <laughs> yeah, know what right. to do with me. Yeah, and then you cost him a third rounder. I did, but yeah. I didn't mean to. No, no. And you he, didn't know the rules? No. no. <laughs> but he uh you know, he would have uh Max he, Winter tried to save me. You mm-hmm. know, he took me to lunch and said Come on, you can have the you can get on board here. <laughs> I said, I didn't even know what the hell he was talking about. Yeah, right. What? You know, you, you go to the games. I and cover you, the game. And whatever happens is what you write about. Right. Not to, you don't have to protect the home team. Remind oh. me, how did he save your life in Green Bay? I, I Something happened to me after a Green Bay game where the floor was going up and down. <laughs> okay. You know, uh, I suppose today you'd call it a severe anxiety attack or something. And he said, you get in the trainer's room right now. He just took a look at me, mm-hmm. and he did that. He could tell. Yeah, and I, I appreciate it. And I walked through there, and they were throwing crap at me, and uh, mm-hmm. it was just dreadful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got over that, whatever it was. Now, mm. what, why, why would they be offended with you? I mean, what did you do? Ron right? Yeri was throwing shoes at me because I apparently was not kind enough to Tarkenton or oh, okay. something. I don't mm-hmm. know. They were... They were not fun to cover. No, no, they they, they were. Although they got they got worse after you. Yeah, you know yeah. the. Uh, I wouldn't the, want to cover you the know, NFL. You know, Burns the greatest guy ever, but his team. Yeah, jackasses. Right. <laughs> you know they were, they were. I mean, they were nasty, man. They uh, they, 
they wanted, of course, one thing that hurt is probably uh, Sid going in there and charging out. Did you see what they said? You know, trying to use. Well, your whatever. worst enemy as a reporter was a guy in your own paper. <laughs> yes. That right. was always puzzled me. Yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> that was not good. But you and Studwell made up as time went on, did you not? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, I think I kind of loosened it up when, because uh, it was bad. And then, then he was working for the Vikings, and Rykow, who I loved, told me, hey, he's a great guy. He's a smart. He's as smart as you get. So when Sid introduced Bud, uh, had introduced Bud mm-hmm. then at the Hall of Fame like the previous Saturday, and I went down to Mankato, and Scott was standing there watching, and I went up to him and pat him on the back, and said, he looked, and I said, I just want you to know. If you get your just reward and are uh, elected into Cooper's, uh, not in Canton, I will be willing to make your uh, your speech. <laughs> your welcome, just as uh, just as uh, um, Sid did for Bud, and he said, "I appreciate that." You know, so <laughs> it, it was okay after that. Did he ever get consideration for the Hall of Fame? I don't think so. I don't think so. Speaking was, of Cooper's, he's a damn good player. Yes, you're going this week. I'm leaving Thursday uh, and uh, going to Toronto, taking a ride down there, uh, staying in Utica Friday and Saturday, and uh, coming, uh, you know, and then the ceremonies. Uh, Why one, are you going to Toronto? Yeah, I'm going with Sharkman. <laughs> a friend of mine and I are driving down together. I just had to figure out. A, I could not. I didn't want to fly to Albany again. It drives me nuts. And trying to figure out where to stay and got a hotel in Utica because Cooperstown is How far is Utica? 30, 40 miles. That's nothing. No, it's not. It's fine. So we'll be there and we'll, you know, going to hang out and do some goofy stuff. And, yeah. You know. How far When's is the day of inauguration? Uh, Sunday at one thirty. Sunday at 1.30. Yeah. Uh, but it'll be a fairly long ceremony because uh, we got a, yeah. six guys? Yes. Well, we got six. Six. Or wait, we got one. Who who made it as a Ortiz? Ortiz. Oh yeah, Ortiz made it by vote, and then six guys by the various veterans mm-hmm. committees. So, Jim's yeah. speech was great on Saturday. By the way, I oh, thought it was really good and brevity too. Yes. Well, the guy's eighty-three. I know he's sharp. Always sharp. He could be sixty. You right. know, he's and he's still still as tall as he started right, off. Right, he's not shrinking. He's not getting smaller, you know. He's not getting smaller, and he's in great shape. And, I like, too, uh, how he thanked all of the guys that were already in or already had their numbers retired, too, from the mm-hmm. Twins. I thought that was pretty cool. Well, plus the great thing is, you know who's coming to see him at the Cooperstown? Jack McKeon. Really? Jack McKeon's got to be in his 90s, was his first manager yeah. in the Twins, in the Washington Senators system. Then McKeon uh, out for the major leagues, didn't he? Uh, managed yeah, a lot of years in Kansas City yeah. and other places. But uh, Billy, also Billy Shorty Place, was Shorty Place there Saturday? Uh, I don't know. I think Shorty Place, is, who was a little left-hander, who was on the original 61 team, Big Buddy has, I think he's making it to Cooperstown. he got to be 90. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, and Minerwald, you know, was not, George? not remembered as his, was his catcher here. He showed up as a, a did they have him catch the ball? Minerwald? 
I that I part I didn't know. see, so it's, I can't answer but that. But Ed Mitterwald was his catcher in some of those years, and not a well remembered superstar catcher, right. but a great guy. And and you know, Cott's got that kind of collection of guys. I did enjoy the uh, which I ended up writing the the, the thing from uh, Richie Allen's wife, Willa Allen. Called him up and congratulated him. Yeah, you because know, they Willa were, called Cot Cot because they were buddies. He and Dick Allen or Richie Allen were buddies in Chicago. What an unusual pair it that is, is. I know, but Richie says it was a great teammate, a yeah. hell of a guy. He just didn't like you people, right? But uh, <laughs> but but Willa calls him up and just congratulates him. Right? And Jim said, you know, Willa, that there's you know ten people on a ballot, and you could, these people could only vote for four. And you need 12 out of 16. And he said, if one of those ballots, because Richie Allen got 10, 11, didn't get 12. He says, one of those ballots has your husband's name on it instead of mine. He's in, I'm out. Yeah. And she said, I still want to congratulate you. And Dick would want to congratulate you, too. So well, he's no longer with us. No, Dick died in 2020. Everybody yeah. thought he was the guy who was a cinch. Yep. I'm thinking maybe they're th they're saying, okay. Tony's still alive. Jim Cott's still alive. This is their last, you know, let's, let's, Chance, let's yeah. this time, let's, in three years from now, Richie Allen will make it. So. Did Mock ever have Dick Allen? Oh, yeah. In as Philly, a, right? As a kid, and, and that was the young, rambunctious right. Dick. Right. But he had him as a rookie. He right. had him and Don Money as these two yep. phenomena. And Richie was um, a loose cannon, but he settled down later in life. Did he? So, yeah. But, yeah, Mock... Uh, Mock was he he disappeared on Mock some in that mm -hmm. that first summer, he was like went off for a week and when he came back he was he was a bit de de bedraggled uh, when he uh, when he came back. Mock told me that Richie liked the Mock heaters. Mock loved him. Oh, yeah. he did. Yeah. Well, that's my uh, on my Twitter account. Yeah, it's Richie's. Oh, that's right. Oh, it yeah. is <laughs> Richie juggling baseballs with the heat. That is when baseball was at its zenith. Yep. Smoking. A guy smoking in the dugout. <laughs> juggling. Juggling baseball. That was an SI cover. Yeah. One of the great SI covers <laughs> of all time. Of course, now, uh, you know what? I, I, was li I, I like to see that Netflix for several years has, when it issues its warning, says, you know, Bestiality. Yeah. yeah. These are their, you know, bestiality, uh, child abuse, necrophilia, yeah. uh, you know, um, slaughter, uh, and smoking. Yeah. Well, Amazon for years did not, they've started using smoking too. Oh, they, boy. They're now giving the you warning. smoking too. You can't just, you know, Netflix beat them to the punch. Amazon held out for several years, but now they're they're warning you that they're smoking too. Like a movie like Midnight Run, they should say lots of smoking. Yeah, yeah you right. know, really. Oh, excessive. to the point where it's making me sick. Yeah, excessive smoking. Yeah, they should do something like that. So, anyhow, didn't McKeon? He won the. Wasn't he the Marlins manager when they won the World yes, Series? Yes, he was. That's what he? I thought. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that uh, when they bought the World Series and then the was he the, the original base? Trader Jack, or am I thinking of somebody else? Yeah, he did. He he made a lot of trades. He was he was general manager. The Padres. And he was general manager manager, wasn't he? Who was the great pitcher that Florida team had when they won the series? Josh Beckett. No, uh, wasn't Oil Can Boyd. He was no. Boston. 
right? Yeah. What am I thinking of? From Florida, you're talking it was about the Marlins. Yeah. Beckett's a guy that pitched like crazy, but uh, Beckett won when they won the second one. When they won the first one, I think you're thinking of uh, Levon Hernandez. No, nope. Levon Hernandez, the Cuban. No, I'm not. Okay. The Cuban with the strike zone like this. Yeah. That, oh come uh, on, who was it? It was not Oil Can Boyd. You know, whose name was I think Dennis mm-hmm. Boyd. Shoot, I can't think of it. Oh three. The hell of a pitcher. Yeah. You got their roster up? I'm trying to find it because they won it in 97, correct? Yes. Yeah, 1997 Florida yeah. Marlins. That's the one they bought. The other one they uh, – no, Beckett was uh, – Beckett was uh, the, the 2003 team. Yeah, right. the 03 team with McKeon. He was their, he was their stud. Mm-hmm. You got pitchers up yet? Kevin Brown. Nope. Kevin. Alex Fernandez. Nope. Al Leiter. Nope. Uh, Levon Hernandez. Nope. Well, that's all their starters, that's, uh, Joe. No, you're wrong. You got the wrong team, Joe. But well, who am I thinking of? I don't know who you're thinking of. I guess I'll forget it then. You know who else was on that '97 team? Your guy, Jim Eisenreich, was on that yes, team. Yes, Izzy, and he was on the Phillies in '93 when they lost to Toronto. Yeah, that's right. That, that Philly, very reverent team. They the poor he abuse was, he took in Boston. Yeah. Oh. oh God, it was terrible. Yeah. But the uh, his nickname in Philly in the Phillies clubhouse, Dahmer. Dom. They thought he looked like Dahmer. <laughs> oh my God! They were not a uh, they were not a reverent bunch. No, <laughs> they were Crunk not. No. And, uh, <laughs> Lenny Dykstra was Darren Dalton. Insane. What's the other Florida team that did well? Oh three. Miami Look up that roster. Okay. No, I got to get this now. It's, he, it's going to drive him insane. Right? Because maybe he was the oh three team. And if you mention the pitchers, I'll know it. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised well, you. Well, Beckett was the uh, MVP of the World Series. That's why I thought you'd think Wasn't of him. Beckett. All right. That team featured a rotation of uh, Josh Beckett, Dontrell Willis. That's the guy. Dontrell Willis. Dontrell Willis. Willis. Dontrell Willis. Way to go. One Thank of my you. Favorite, Thank you. I knew I was right. One of my favorite TV per They, they should have him on TV more yes, often. Yes. He is hilarious. Yes. He's a great guy, too. And I told you the funniest thing I've ever heard on one of those panel shows is they show a tape of a left fielder, you know, this guy hitting a home run, and the left fielder just stands there, yep. doesn't make a move. And Dontrell goes nuts. He says, You got to give me three per. You got to give me three courtesy steps. Yeah. You know, when I serve up over. Yeah, you, you can't do that. You got to give me three courtesy steps when a guy hits one like that. You're not supposed to just stand there. No, not. He said, he said that happened to him once, and, you know, somebody hit one 900 feet. I love this stat, building. too. The closer for that team, Pat will remember this, is Ugeth Urbina. Yes. He is the only player in Major League history with the initials UU or UUU. His baseball career, however, was cut short after the 2005 season as he was arrested by Venezuelan authorities for attempted murder for which he served seven years in prison. But But it was, exactly. He was killing. He was trying to kill a guy who attempted to kidnap him. Who did kidnap his mother. Yeah, a family He's a good guy. That's right. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. right. Well, he did get a guy killed, yeah. He he arranged to have a guy killed who tried to kidnap his mother to get money out of him. To get $6 million in ransom money. I have it right here. Yeah. How can you get seven years for that? I don't know. You should get somebody's warmest personal So he's out now. Well, he's probably out by now. I don't know where he is, but he's out. Well, his baseball Mm -hmm. career is over, though. I think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> I was never considered that as a name for my kid, though. Ugath. Ugath Urbina? Doesn't, doesn't sound good. Doesn't sound <laughs> That guy had good stuff, man. Yeah, he was then. a good closer. Back then. I think that's enough, don't you? I think so. But first. Brainerd. Week from, uh, week from this weekend, man. Motorcycle racing. Get well, first, go up to Giants Ridge. Yes. Do it then both. Go, go from Giants there Ridge to Brainerd. There you go. See if you can roll it like Cameron Smith. Giants Ridge, home to the two greatest golf courses in the state, the Legend and the Quarry. And now through July 29, play the Legend and the Quarry on the same day for one great fee with lunch on them at the uh, Wakuda Grill, featuring the finest and most peaceful overlook in all of northern Minnesota. See that for yourself on 3D course flyovers of the Legend and the Quarry at GiantsRidge.com. Or if you're uh, thinking of it as a family vacation destination, uh, nearby water recreation, biking, hiking, the newest and largest lift-serve mountain bike park in the Midwest, dining, lodging, and much more. It's a tank up and a tank back. Boom. Huh? Might have to top it off somewhere, but Maybe. that's not much. That's nothing. That's yeah. not much. I have to plug something here. Yeah, I'm before, not done with before this Before we sign off. Well, well, I know, but you can't plug something in the middle of this ad. Well... I'm supporting the ad fully, uh, having right. played both those golf courses. Right. They're terrific. All right. But, uh, well, you can make your tea time online, Pat, at uh, 218-865-8030 or go to GiantsRidge.com. Pat would endorse a live tour stop at Giants Ridge. Yes. I wrote a column for tomorrow that's already been posted Yeah. on uh, when the Louie brought Frankie Musil. Back from Czechoslovakia. He hit him in the trunk, didn't he? No, he did not. They, uh, they were going to consider that. Yeah. But what you and I both have forgotten was Channel 5 went with Louie. That's right. Uh, Bob Bruce yep. and uh, Denny, the photographer, yep. went with the, And Joe Schmidt dug up a video clip. Of them being on the plane, no, and that's if you if you read my thing on on uh, online, obviously StarTribune.com. They, they posted the, the video with the permission of Hubbard. The uh, they have posted the video yeah. clip of them being on the on the Concord together. Really, the Concord, Bruce. I talked to Bruce, who's now in Scottsdale and Pittsburgh, and he's in the investment business with his son. But uh, he got he escaped toads when they were going to kidnap right, him. Right. Remember that? Yep. But uh, terrorist organization against disgusting sports. But <laughs> he, he calls up. You know, first of all, they go to Stan and his big Stan and say, Can we, "Should we do this?" And he's yeah, hockey. You know, yeah. first of all, it's '86. It's right. the majors era, right. so <laughs> things are going pretty damn good. And uh, they said, "Yeah," but now they get the New York. Now they get to London, right? And Louis got three tickets on the Concord for himself, Musil, and Musil's agent, right. Rich Winter. And so they got to call up and say, "You got to call up Big Stan and say, what do you want to do? Twenty four hundred a pop. Put him on the plane. Really? They flew on the Concord, and Robbie Lear had arranged all this, and then." Bruce came down from meeting with uh, Stan to leave the trip and said they want me to go instead of you. And so there's video of Rob uh, Bob 
sipping champagne on the uh, Concord <laughs> with the crew. And uh, Schmidt, he says, if you want to get if you want to get Robbie Lear worked up, show Just him mention that. that huh? <laughs> yeah, so, so anyway, the the this column has something about the. Uh, the uh, the Hubbard. I'll uh, uh, I'll link that to the, the sports talk post for today's show yeah, if people want to click good. on that. It's, it's fantastic. Uh, we got a little Channel Five uh, action in there. So all right. Anyway, that's it. Patrick Ricey for the Canopy Group. As you set out to explore Minnesota this summer, think about this. I didn't even know this. There are 234 cities in Minnesota with a population over 2,500, and the Canopy Group has clients in all but seven of those. Why is this fact important? Because the Canopy Group's experience in all those Minnesota cities gives them a unique edge in getting you the best home and auto insurance coverage at the best price. Remember, the Canopy Group offers 16 insurance companies for a reason. That's to match your specific situation for your area with the absolute best insurance company for you. This is done every year because your specific situation may change. This experience working throughout Minnesota provides thousands of Canopy Group clients the peace of mind that knowing that Canopy Group is working for them. Please visit thecanopygroup.com today. You have heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said uh, through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can understand that Josh will make sure you are not paying more in fees than you are seeing in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would like to think. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the four 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad that you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid endorser.